camp at the beginning of the middle watch. Just as, just as they posted the watch, they blew the trumpets and broke the pitchers that were in their hands. In verse 22, it says, When the 300 blew the trumpets, the Lord set every man's sword against his companion throughout the whole camp, and the army fled to Beth Acacia hmm, towards <laughs> Zerira as far as the border of Abel, Mehola, and Tabith. Amen? Now, you know, I thought this was something pretty neat, that this is, this is the, these are the 300 men, the best of the best, the bravest of the brave. They went out to war, and I came back, and I told, and my wife said, I said, hey, we got victory. She said, what y'all do today? Well, I broke these pictures, amen? And then they all, like, started stabbing each other, and we won. But you know what's amazing is Exodus 14, 14 says, the Lord will fight for you, and you will hold your peace. You know what's amazing is you had these men who said, I just want to do something for God. It doesn't matter what Gideon has me do. If, Gideon, if God tells Gideon, let's run, let's fight, we're going to go fight. If God says, you know, I want you to break these pictures and shout, we're going to shout, amen? Because this is what God says do, and I'm going to believe it, and I'm going to do it. It's amazing that in our own life, that in our own lives, that applies. Because we sit here, and God says, shout. God says, go out and witness and tell somebody about Jesus. And we get up and we just do it. Because that's unity when God, when God is what? The center of our lives. Because these men had God as the center of their lives. And I, I'm kind of getting ahead of myself, but I, I thought that was so amazing. So there were three different people in this, in this camp. And they were dividing their own way. The first group, they were just afraid. They were just afraid. They were like, you know what, I'm a little scared. You know, I'm, not, I'm a little scared to witness at work because if they find out that I was witnessing, they might fire me. Or, you know what, I'm just scared what they're going to think of me when I start telling them about Jesus or that I'm a Christian. Well, I'm just, I'm just afraid to stand up that when somebody insults, insults my Lord, my God, I'm just, I'm just afraid that if I say something or if I don't laugh, they just, you know, they might look down on me. You know what, when they start insulting your wife and your mom, I wonder if it will be the same. Because you know what? These, these bows are going down if you start talking trash on my wife. Amen? Hallelujah. Y'all know the Lord gave me two of them. Amen? <laughs> you know what? It's time for you to step. It's time for you to go. If you don't want to leave, we're going to take you outside. Amen? Because, <laughs> but you know what's amazing, though, is that we can't stand up for God. Amen? Hallelujah. That was the first crew. The second crew, it says some didn't come to battle. They didn't come to battle because they lost the vision of what they came to do, and they got comfortable. They lost the vision. They started. They said, I'm, I'm, I ain't never scared like bone crushers. Amen. They got out. They said, we're going to run. We're going to go do this. And as they got out there, what I realized, and I, I've been here, y'all. I've been here. We're going to get some backyards tonight. Amen. What I realized is they got, they got a little bit of blessing. They said, okay, you know, I'm just going to serve for this blessing right here. And as they started getting blessed, they turned their eyes from God because what they really wanted was the blessing that came from serving God. It didn't matter if they accomplished the purpose that God had. What mattered to them was, you know, I got a little bit of water. Oh, come on. 
Let's get in the backyard here for a minute. You know, we come out, we say, I'm going to give my tithe because, boy, I got, I got bills <laughs> out the wazoo. I got, I'm in debt. I got all this kind of things. I'm going to serve God just because I don't want to be broken on the street. What about doing something for God? What about these souls that are out there that are lost that don't get to hear the gospel? Or we say, hey, we just Christians and we take the tag on. We wear it, amen? It's just me. I'm going to make it to heaven. How about these people out here that never heard of Jesus? Come on, we got to be real. Because that's the crew that got up and when they, when they started getting fed, they were like, hey, it's all good. We're chilling right now. We're not worried about nothing. Well, the battle is still ahead. Because the goal, the, the reason you're on this journey is to get to that destination. And you got too comfortable. Hallelujah. Now we got the third crowd. The 300 men. They were ready and they were in one accord. They were in one accord and their vision, what was in their mind, is for God. They say, okay, where do you want us to go? Okay, you know what? This is a pit stop. God's blessing us all right, but I'm not going to look at my blessing. I'm going to look at the giver. Amen. I'm not going to I'm not going to sit here and say, OK, guess what? I'm going to look at this blessing. I'm going to start. I'm going to get lost in. It. I'm going to stay with the one who blessed me. Amen. Because you know what? This is one of the blessings of the many. But the main, the real blessing is getting to spend eternity with God. Come on. Somebody get excited here tonight. Come on. I told you I'll preach shorter. Amen. <laughs> These people, they were not only content with receiving the water. But they wanted a victory. They wanted the victory of God. And their victory was in their unity. Amen. What oh, was so amazing. Joshua chapter 6 verse 20. And actually this is, this is in my head now because we're watching a movie. I know it was in Joshua, right? We're watching a movie and they had Josh 620. I don't know if y'all seen that movie. It was in there. You remember the name? Okay, but it was it was a good movie, amen. God bless you. <laughs> I won't tell you more. It was a, it was, it was a hacker that went in and hacked uh, uh, hacked a security firm, and uh, he he used his uh, his hack as you know his hacker name was Josh Six Twenty, you know, as he broke the walls of uh, of of the computer uh, software. I thought it was pretty neat. Yeah, exactly. So in J Joshua chapter six, you got. Joshua leading men to Jericho. And he said, you know what? God tells him, actually, I, I have it printed. Well, I'm, I'm going to skip over that because that's chapter, verse 20. He said, God tells him, you know, when you get there, I want you to march around this wall. Now, this wall is 26 feet high and 6 feet wide. And I want you to do is march around the wall. And then what you're going to do? You're going to do this every day, and then on the last day, you're going to blow the trumpets, and I want you to shout, and the wall's going to break down. And I know Joshua's up there with God one-on-one, -on -one, right? So, but Joshua comes out and comes to his people and says, hey, guess, guess what, guys? Guess what God wants us to do. We ain't got to fight. We ain't got to get the hammers. We ain't got to do nothing. Just go up here, walk around the wall, and we're going to shout. When they blow the trumpets, we're going to shout, and the wall's going to come down. 26 feet. And six feet wide. I'm six, I, I'm six feet something. Amen. Hallelujah. Now this is how wide the wall is. Hallelujah. Come on. 
And they said, what, what we need? We need water. We need, you know, get a little something in there. Start breaking down the walls a little bit. No, he said, no, you don't need to do all that. I just want you to go shout. These are some people that were unified because they all came together. One of them didn't shout. That wall wouldn't have broke down. If one of them said, you know what, Joshua, you are tripping. This is a big freaking wall. I'm sure they thought that, amen. But they said, Joshua, we are coming with you because we believe in what God is doing. We can smell the rain. We can smell the rain, the revival coming, and that victory is coming, and we're going to go with you. And when he said, hallelujah, in verse 20, this is what it says. So the people shouted when the priests blew the trumpets, and it happened when the people heard the sound of the trumpet, the people shouted with a great shout that when the wall fell, oh, that the wall fell down flat. <laughs> then the people went up into the city, every man, every man straight before him, and they took the city. Come on, somebody get excited tonight. Hallelujah. And they took the city. I'm telling you, church, there is victory in unity. There is victory in unity. These men, they believe. They said, you know what? This is what God says we'll do. We're going to come together. We're going to come together. I'm not worried about this is my mission. My mission is to do God's work. Everything else didn't matter. Hallelujah. The moment of victory is a moment of total surrender to God. Because Here's, what, here's what, I, what, what happens. For the 300 soldiers, their moment of victory was to obey. Because there's no way, on the other side of the camp, they had, I think, 150,000 soldiers. On the other side, now they got 300. And we're going to run out here on a suicide mission. On a suicide mission, 300. And we don't need swords. All we need is some lamps and break them and shout. Come on, somebody getting this tonight. And their, their, their victory was obedience. Their victory, because they said, you know what? It didn't matter what Gideon said to them. They trusted in God. They trusted. They had full faith to say, God, if I perish, I perish. Whatever happens, but I'm going to give you all I got. I'm going to give you everything I have. You want to know why there wasn't any uh, PTSD back then? <laughs> well, it's written right all, right all over it. They had, they had no post-traumatic stress disorder because when they went out, they went out with Jesus. They went out with God and said, I give you my life. I'm expecting to go to heaven tonight, amen? I'm not expecting to come back. And if I do, I come back with a victory for God, amen? Hallelujah. Exodus 14, I know I got ahead of myself, but I learned this when I was a little kid, and I couldn't remember nothing, but this is one, one scripture. The Lord will fight for you, and you need to hold, and you need to hold your peace. 14, 14, and actually, the simple version was you won't need to lift a finger, and that's the one I remember since I was a kid, and I remember that all my life. The Lord will fight for you. The Lord will fight for you. The, this victory was in obedience. The moment 
a victory for the Israelites around a ginormous 26-foot wall <laughs> by six feet wide was in their obedience. Together, together, they came with unity and obeyed. They didn't walk up and say, hey, hey, let me tell you something. Let me tell you the real truth. I, too, have a relationship with God, and Gideon, he's not really, you know, I mean, uh, uh, Joshua, he's not really, you know, he's tripping. He's doing something else. You know what? These people said, I'm going to trust in the leader God placed in front of me. I'm going to trust in the work that God is sending me on, and I'm going to give it my all. Guys, there's a, there's a message here. I pray that somebody is receiving this tonight. There is a message here that we're, we are in a war. We are in a battle. The war has been won by Jesus Christ. But right now, we are in the midst of the battle. And if we, if we lay down our lives and say, I'm going to obey and I'm going to run, whatever it is, God, I put it, give it all to you, we're going to win this battle. Amen? Acts 2, verse 1. I'm excited. I want to tell you what happened in Acts chapter 2. Anybody know what's happening? This is when the day of Pentecost had fully come. They were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a, as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there appeared to them divided tongues of fire. And one sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Man, I'm excited. I'm excited. This is what it says. When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord. When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord. I'm going to say that one more time. Somebody catches tonight. On the, when the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord. Amen. Hallelujah. Tonight, church, it's not about us. It's not about what we're wearing. It's not about your job. It's not about, it's not about nothing. It's about these souls out here getting saved. It's about Jesus. Hallelujah. We need unity to tackle the city of Denton. If we're going to win this city for Jesus, we need to be united. Because I tell you what, if, if we go divided, everybody doing their own thing, we're not going to move nothing. We're not going to move a thing. That, those police officers, the only reason they know we're here is because there is unity in this place. The only reason they say, hey, you know what? Whoo, we glad they're still there. Amen. Crime rate in Denton has dropped 33%. Somebody get excited. You know, they say law enforcement alone cannot solve or reduce crime. God is moving in this city. And the wave is coming stronger than ever. And the time is now. Amen. Now we ask ourselves this question. How do we gain unity? How do we gain unity? Because we talked about three different groups of people. We talked about the people that were afraid. I want you to know. God says, do not fear. Hallelujah. Because he says he will fight for you. He, now tell me what those what 22,000 men felt like when they said, hey, how did it go? They said, hey, man, all we had to do was break some pictures. <laughs> hey, 
way. How did it go? Oh, man, you know what? We broke some pictures, and they killed each other, and we won. Really? Really? You mean I couldn't be part of that? <laughs> Hallelujah. Huh? Now tell me what it's going to feel like to walk outside this battle and see revival happening anyway and miss the chance to turn this city for God. Don't be the guy who says, what did y'all do? Well, I'll tell you what we did. We prayed <laughs> and we got out. We told people that Jesus loved them. And we put our hands, these simple hands, and we laid them on them. And guess what? Eyes started opening, blind eyes. Deaf ears started popping up. People that were crawling on the ground, they were in wheelchairs. We laid hands on them, and they got up and walked. What did you do different? We trusted in God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If we want to gain unity, God has to be the center of our lives. The center the center, meaning everything spins out, out from God being the center. This is why nothing else matters. Pastor was talking today, and I was getting myself excited back here. And he said, you know what? When the economy is crashing, when people are getting laid off, when everything is falling apart, it's all right because God is the center. None of that matters anyway. It's a, when God is the center, you know what? We, that, that, don't even, that doesn't even scare us anymore. It doesn't even scare us anymore because I get up and I say, you know what, God? We're going to focus on you today. Let's forget this nonsense, right? We're going to completely forget the nonsense. You know, and I, I'll, I'll, give you, I'll give you something to get you excited. When we were young, man, my sister one day told me how much my mom made when we were kids. And I said, how in the world did she pay the bills? That were more than what it cost us to live, and we never, and we was good. How was that possible? You ask yourself, how is that possible? How is that possible? Well, that's what happens when you take the change that's your tithe, and it's okay if your if your tithe don't come in full bills because your tithe is so small it's coming in change. But you say, Lord, it's my tithe. I'm gonna honor you, and you put it in there. And I'm telling you what. Not one day did we go hungry. Not one day did I miss good clothes. Not one day did something happen to where I, I felt like I was missing out. I, I did everything else everybody else did. I had good clothes, good, good shoes. I went to the best schools. Why? Because somebody decided to trust God with all her life, amen? And you know what? When, when we got to college, and all, all these kids were looking around trying to cheat off of me, amen. And I'm turning around saying, you know what? Thank you, Lord, amen. Because, because we, didn't, we, didn't, we didn't have it all together. I didn't, I didn't, you know, I didn't ha you know, have a trust fund. I didn't have the money to pay for college. What? When people tell me they don't have money to pay for college, I don't believe it. It don't make, it don't make no sense to me. What? There's somebody with money to pay for college? <laughs> there is no money to pay for college, amen? God makes a miracle and you go to college. Hallelujah. <laughs> amen. As we get closer to God, we unite. As we get closer to God, we unite. You want to know how we turn Ditton upside down? We get closer to God and we unite. If you ever wonder, hey, you know what? Why is this music like this? Why is this like that? Why is it get closer to God? Because as you all start get, as we all start getting closer to God, we're like, what? The music, 
What's wrong with the music? What are you talking about, Willis? We got to get these souls. When you see souls, you're like, yep, that's what we're doing. That's it. It's a confirmation. That's all, that's all, we, that's all you care about. That's all we care about, amen? Tonight, John chapter, chapter 9, verse 4. It says, I must work the works for him who sent me while it is day. The night is coming when no one can work. Tonight, it's time to make a decision for all of us, amen? The spirit falls where there's unity. On that day of Pentecost, they were there. They, they probably 500 of them went there. But the number that were there was a smaller number. Much, much, much smaller number than the people who knew to go in there to wait. What was amazing is that the people came to one accord. They humbled themselves. They turned their eyes away from themselves. And they said, God, we need you. And the Spirit of God fell upon that place. And lives were changed. Amen. We're going to pray tonight. Amen. If, if the musicians would come. You know, many times. Many times we've seen difficult situations in our lives. And we wonder, you know, even when we see the church and we're wondering ministries, we're wondering, God, oh God, why am I inviting these people? They're not coming or whatever the case is. I want you to know that God is moving. God is about to do something in this city you've never seen before with your eyes. You've never seen before what God's about to do. And tonight, I know that he's looking to us to run to him. He's looking to us to work.